Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact that they were meant to make. Employee margin produces peace. Yes, it does. But before we have an example of peace, let's get to something that's pretty tense in our funny papers. I'm cleaning with my children, my son and my daughter, Saturday offices, just like we normally do. And I heard this story upon getting to the second office. My son Kenny didn't mention it to me when it happened. But here is kind of went down. He was wrapping up the trash at office number one, gets the key, takes the trash bags out to the different dumpsters, unlatches the master lock, and can lift up the black plastic flap, which is the cover to the trash can, and simply pick up the trash bags or recycling and put them into their prospective dumpster. Easy peasy, do it every single week. Well, here's what happened to Kenny. When he was getting the trash bag and tossing it into the trash can, the trash bag hit his ear and it caught the wireless ear hook earbud and the trash bag sent his earbud on a flight. Splash. Splash isn't good. This goes back to a story I remember telling called Spider-Man, where I dropped my keys from the back of my SUV and it went clink, clink, splash. That's not a good thing. Yup, I dropped my keys onto the ground. It fell into a grate, which led down to a sewer. I had to pull the heavy grate off, climb down the walls like Spider-Man, reach into this nasty water and extract my entire set of keys, which had houses and offices on it. Not fun. Neighbors thought I was probably crazy. Back to Kenny. Whoo, splash. Kenny knew right away what had happened. He knew that his earbud was missing. He felt his ear just to make sure, and sure enough, no earbud. He fully lifted up the dumpster cover and looked down into the dumpster. Oh, by the way, did I mention that we had some major flooding in our area a tropical storm came through and there was a lot of water everywhere and there was about three inches of murky garbage water at the bottom of this trash can garbage and flood water and there it was his right bluetooth earbud was floating in the murky water what to do kenny jumped in the trash can Climbed on top of the trash bags that he could find. One leg on the trash can on the inside. One leg on the bag. And he reaches, reaches, reaches into the murky water and snatches his earbud out of the disgustingness. Oh, Kenny, that is a great story. When you told me that one, the next office, I just wished that I had some kind of a survey. Wait a minute. I wonder if the office has any surveillance video. Oh, I've got to go look. And now back to employee margin provides peace. We had an interesting conversation in our Smart Cleaning Tribe recently that I wanted to share. I'll tell the summary version and the notes kind of right here up front. And then towards the end of this podcast, I'll play a clip from that call so you can hear how the discussion went down. But here's the scenario. K 
Kate is a very successful cleaning business owner with 18 cleaning techs or cleaners. On this particular Monday, though, she had two call out and it put Kate into crisis mode. Can you relate? What would happen if two of your cleaners called out or quit on you on a Monday morning? As I listened to Kate describe her employee scenario, I thought of the term negative employee margin. Let's relate this example to something to grasp that's easy. You've got $5,000 coming into your budget. Your expenses are $4,000 per month. You have $1,000 left over. Simple math. You have positive cash flow or margin. You feel peace. Most of you listening would say, Ken, that's not me. I'm stretched. I would say that most of America would agree with you. So here is scenario number two. You've got $4,000 coming in to your budget and $5,000 in expenses. This creates stress, anxiety, fear, worry, doubt, anger, helplessness, etc. You have a negative cash flow or margin. Can you feel the difference? Let's bring this back to Kate. Kate has 18 employees. I asked her how many she absolutely needed to complete the jobs on her schedule for that week. She thought about the answer and said 15. This is great, right? Kate has three extra employees to clean at any given time, so she has a positive employee margin. If two call out, she still has 16 to get the work done, right? Nope. Here's the part that she shared on the call as well. Kate has a vacation schedule that allows up to two on vacation at all times. They rotate as a team to give everyone an equal opportunity. This is also great for business, right? It is... And it isn't. Kate has happy employees taking vacation, that's for sure. But she has a math problem. Watch this. 18 employees on the team minus two employees on vacation at any given time equals 16 employees available at any given time. Add two more callouts, which reduces Kate's workforce down to 14 on that particular Monday. She needs 15 to do the work. This is not positive margin anymore. Kate has negative margin. And this is why Kate feels lack of peace. Do you relate? We talked on this call about resource management for her team. How can Kate always create a positive employee margin? We talked about flex cleaners, extra office staff, hiring more, cutting or changing the vacation policy, and etc. Overall, it gave Kate a different take on how to create peace in her business. I've got, I've got something. Okay. So this happens to us. It seems like Mondays, I'm always ready for it. So I, like I said, I had, I was out cleaning this morning. So what do you guys do? What's your procedure? I know what I do, but what's your procedure? I go into panic mode when so I had two cleaners this last night. They contacted not me, but the right person to let us know that they probably weren't going to be coming in today. Or what do you do if it's that morning? Like the, the protocol for last minute drop um, cancels. Yeah, not so much with um, with the employee because both of these were legit but how do you handle your clients? Oh. Uh, if it's the same day, I generally let them know that there's going to be a 50% late cancel fee. No, no. So I so I had to reschedule a bunch of 
clients for these two cleaners that were out suddenly. Gotcha. So, okay. I get it. Like, I get it. Would you, since you, since they're not, you know, not flex or anything like that, since you had to move them last minute, since you charge, if we go there and they're not ready for us, then we charge them half of the appointment. So what if we can't go and it's less than 24 hour notice? I've had, so I had one client that we had to do that to, and that was the very first thing out of her mouth was well, so what, how are you going to compensate me? But I've only had that once. So, and we just gave her the same discount or Jenny, did we give her a 10% discount? I think it was like a 10% discount that we gave her or something. Remember that when we had to cancel on that one lady and she's like, well, how are you going to compensate me for having to cancel on me? Yeah. I think we ended up giving her like 20 something. Yeah. It ended up just being like a, a, a percentage discount. But unless they say something, I don't. Yeah, I've never had to. Everybody's just moved around. But I mean, I'm just wondering what everybody else kind of does. We kind of feel it out. Um, You know, if they're if they're feeling a little, you know, snarky, we'll offer a discount or we try to offer like an extra thing instead of a discount. So, you know, thank you for, you know you know, being flexible, we will offer a free oven cleaning the next time we're there or something like that. We try to offer something extra instead of Mm -hmm. an amount off. Otherwise, if we do offer an amount off, then, you know, we'll say, you know, we would gladly give you, you know, a 10% discount, 15% discount, whatever. And then um, we usually ask them, would you um, would you like to take the discount or would you like to offer that as a tip to your cleaning tech at no additional cost to you? It would be the same cost of what your cleaning would be. Okay. Is there a way, who was it? That, uh, it was Crystal Ham. We had her on as an expert like, over a year ago. Were you on for that call, Kate? Crystal Ham? I don't remember Crystal Ham being on. It's it's in yeah it's in the archives i guess maybe it was the end of 19 it's it, it goes quick it was it, it was when i was in las vegas so it was november of 2019 it was 19 okay so she was at she was right before the pandemic and she had just about crossed the two million dollar mark and she was just just moving and grooving and then it, she lost a lot obviously for covid and, and made it made her bounce back but what i what i thought was was pretty cool and it really hit, it really hit here. It landed, the plane landed, haha, when she described it. But she's got a staff of people that are in the office of the bigger company. She has the ability to do this. And those people that are in, in the office are fully trained, fully cross-trained across multiple things like cleaning. And so there's always a, a backup, a contingency plan. So when she had, if there's someone out from the field, then she can send a few of her office staff to go do it. And I don't know what that looks like, but is there something you can think progressively ahead toward where you can build something up where maybe the first line of defense is, okay, This ha- the first line of defense is how do you stop people from, like hire the people that aren't going to do that. Uh, but then there's some things that happen. The second line of defense is if they do, is there a backup person that can, can slide them in um, hey, we have a change of cleaner today. Sorry, Sarah's out. Bo- you know, Bonnie's coming in. That's fine. Oh, here's a here's the thing. 
So my backup person is actually my field operations manager. And she, so I, I actually had four people out today, two people called in suddenly and two people are on a previously excused vacation time. Yeah. So, um, so that means that my field operations manager is in the field, but she can't cover all of those jobs. Yeah. So in order to be proactive, then would you actually hire somebody just to be like an on-call kind of person? I wonder if that'd be even. Listen, go back. If you have time, listen, listen to that chunk from Crystal's expert call. It's all in the archives, Uh, but she goes through that because she has at a $2 million company. She has a much bigger staff, obviously, but she has a full staff that's in the office. And she has multiple multiple people that can go fill those in. It's not like she she doesn't send her field manager. She has people doing work, like file stuff in the office and this or that. I don't know. There's different things she has in the office. But there's always, like at her size company, at any given time, there's always one or two people that are going to call off. And so she uses them and slides them in. So they're, they're like flex employees in a sense. Like hmm. slide them in. So they just flex employees it was really interesting i thought that was it was a great way to protect so if, if there's a maybe it's not your field manager but if there's a next level kate where you can add people in that kind of a role whatever that right. looks like now you have a second level of defense and then the, the worst case scenario if you if you go through your system one boom try and get better people so it doesn't happen you know two slide someone else in and then three okay now we're going to contact the, the customer and make a change and do a discount or make them whatever we're going to do to make them happy but it would be nice if you could have that like another line of defense in yes it would yeah do you normally have this like is it normally okay to have you said you have two out on pre-approved request offs right mm-hmm. and that's n- normally okay or is maybe is that too many off at one no. time or that's normally no. fine? It's just the two called out as well. Yeah. Yeah. In so my, that, mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, nope. you go ahead. Oh, I, in my experience, which I don't know that I'm doing it right. So I, I mean, six to one, half a dozen, the other, but since COVID started, we have basically stopped enforcing that fee except for one client. So any sickness, we've kind of turned a blind eye to that at all. And that's two-sided. So for our clients, we haven't charged them. And we've just even taken a hit on a couple times and, you know, paid labor for them to do something alternative, like clean my car. or um, But also with the one, because we haven't been doing that so much, I, we haven't had any pushback on this. We've only had to impl- implement it on one client. And she's the client who just was like, oh, they'll pull into our driveway and she'll just not be up and around and want to cancel, but she's very, she's well off and doesn't mind. So other than that, we haven't implemented it since COVID. So sickness. Now we have more grace. Right. And that's another thing that bothers me too, is like, you really, I have way more grace now with the, the, um, you know, if you're sick, you just stay home because of COVID. But then like, do you have anybody that takes advantage of that? Like, oh, I have the sniffles. I can't come in. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't really, I don't know if I do or not, but sometimes I wonder. I mean, I'm sure I could see a pattern. I don't have anybody that really calls in a lot, but I am afraid of that. It, if you just look at it like a, a basic resource management, Kate, how many total people do you have that can that can clean? 18. So you have 18 cleaners. Techni- like technicians that are out doing stuff. Yes. 
Are you serious? Yeah, she's she's higher for me, please. No, Michelle, Kate's a baller. She's very, very chill, but she's totally crushing (laughs) it. It's yeah, she struggles with her level of freedom. We're gonna fix that. We're gonna give you some books that you that stretch you. You're gonna tell me what to read. I no, I'm not. But I may have slipped one in the mail, so that was a little clue. Can I hire you to hire for me, please? Sure. Yeah, but, but no, if you hire her to hire for you, they're just going to call out on you, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have four fears out today. Yeah. Take this through. Well, it, <laughs> yeah, if, but I can't get any. <laughs> so if, if you go like a resource management and you say, I got 18 people, how many cleaners do you, with your current capacity of houses how many do you need how much could you get it done with um do you need all 18 no i i haven't really i know i don't need all 18 but i i haven't think think about that think about that let's say out of 18 you need you absolutely need need to have okay you need 15 right and then at any given time You've got two people calling off yeah. be- because of vacation. So now you don't really have 18, you have 16. Right. That, that means you have margin for one other person. So that means you have, you have 16 people, you have 15 that you need, you have a margin of one. Right. If two people call out, you're screwed. And so I would reevaluate a couple of things. Either have, like, it's just a re- to me, it's a resource management. I would say, if you've got more people that can clean, like if you had 20 and you need 15, well then heck, why not? Maybe let people two people off at a time. I think maybe two people off at a time is 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 a choke for you. I would say you might want to think about that. And you know, what if you find that you need 16 or you need, you know, or you need 12, but or can you find a way to operate so that your business can operate so that you only need to have 12 or 13? I, I don't know, but I, I think if you looked at those simple numbers, it's kind of like budgeting, right? How much do we have? How much do we spend? What's our cash flow? What's our margin? What's your employee resource margin right now? Right now, your margin is currently one is what you just told me, right? Because you need 15, you have 18, but two are going to call out at any time because it's vacations. That means you, you're setting yourself up for one margin. And I don't think that's, a, I don't think, like, does that make sense? Yeah. So how do you increase that margin? Let's like, how do I get more cash? Because when you have $4 left over at the end of each month, you're like, I made it. But when you have $4,000 left over at the end of the month, you're like, that was a great month. Mm-hmm. So why not have a few extra? And but this Crystal was talking about this. And so she has like that margin of like two or three. And if she doesn't have any work for them, she just finds stuff for them to do, whether it's like sales things or writing envelopes or filing paperwork. She just, to her, even if they're doing absolute meaningless, meaningless work in the office, the investment to her of that employee's set pay is in the long run better than the losing and the time wasting and all. Like it was, I, I thought it was brilliant. Like when I have a two million dollar company, I'm like, I want to be like her. But so check that out. Cause I thought she was brilliant at that resource management kind of stuff. And I think that's probably what you may want to consider. Yep. Thank you. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Very cool. So what do you think smart cleaning school? Do you have a positive or a negative employee margin if you're building a team? If it's a positive margin, congratulations. As you grow, keep it positive. If it's a negative margin, let's get your piece back and let's figure out some ways that you 
can increase that margin from negative to positive. And by the way, do you like the idea of having a group of other cleaners that you can walk beside hand in hand, a family, a cleaning family that you can share your goals with, have accountability partners, get challenged, have weekly accountability and mastermind calls, bring in experts every month. Would you like to have a tribe like that? Well, feel free to check out our Smart Cleaning Tribe, which Kate is an amazing member of. And the website is linked in the show notes. It's exclusive, application required. So I hope to see you in there. Or if you just want to connect with me, and talk through this kind of topic on resource management, feel free to go to the Smart Clean School website and click the link to schedule a free coaching call. And with that, I wish you well in increasing your employee margin and increasing your cash margin. How about that? I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>